Welcome to the Megan in the Morning podcast. We're glad you're here. Please store your belongings on the seat pocket in front of you. And remember, you can catch Megan live weekdays on 107.7 The Beat. Enjoy the ride. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's March 8th and it's International Women's Day. So that's pretty darn exciting. Um, later today, right around 8.20 this morning, my friend Hillary's coming in to join me. So that's going to be a ton of fun. She um, is going to be introducing this new type of coffee mug and uh, looking forward to catching up with her more then. Let's get this party started, shall we? It's Monday after all. The sun's trying to peek out. It's also the week of daylight savings time. So we're going to eventually have a nice dark morning again. But Right now, we'll just enjoy it. Good morning. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning and happy Monday. It's Megan. Take a look at your top headlines today. The Oregon Health Authority reports 211 new confirmed and presumptive cases of COVID-19 in the state, with nine in Deschutes County and three in Jefferson County. It'll be back to the bargaining table for the parties representing St. Charles Bend and the 150 striking technical workers who are members of the Oregon Federation of Nurses and Health Professionals. The hospital says reps for both will be will meet this Wednesday with a federal mediator. In a release late last week, the hospital said it had secured replacement workers and had to limit surgical procedures and move some cases to St. Charles Redmond. Taking a look at your forecast today, what the heck does this week look like? <laughs> looks like high is going to be in the mid-40s today and pretty cloudy. Uh, looks like we have a slight chance of rain this afternoon, but only about 30% chance right around 3 o'clock. Sun setting just 6.03, just after 6 o'clock. It's getting staying lighter later. Overnight lows tonight in the mid to upper 20s. Currently in Bend, it's 28 degrees, 28 in Prineville, and what do you know, 28 in Sisters. All across the board, it's the same. Today's weather is brought to you by the Deschutes Public Library. The libraries are open, open with reduced browsing hours. Downtown Bend, Redmond, and East Bend are open from noon to 6, Monday through Saturday, while Sisters, Sun River, and Lapine are open 12 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday. The Deschutes Public Library. Coming up next, as Paramount is rolling out their new streaming service, Paramount Plus, all eyes are on the stars of Paramount shows and movies, especially this one particular character and all of his friends under the sea. Can you take a guess? We'll talk more about it coming up next. Are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain! I can't hear you! Aye, aye, Captain! Oh! Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Yep, I know. It's a wonderful way to wake up this Monday morning. <laughs> Hearing a little SpongeBob SquarePants brings me back to my childhood, which, by the way, can you believe it? SpongeBob SquarePants has been a thing since 1999. I was nine years old, and I felt like even then I was a little old to be watching it. But I watched so many seasons of SpongeBob SquarePants. And uh, Patrick, Patrick Starr, of course, his buddy. And we've got Squidward. They both annoyed him out of... Uh, they put him in misery in so many different scenes. Um, and Krusty Krab, Mr. Krab, I mean, we could go on. Sandy, the squirrel who lives under a sea. Um, yeah, they've been a team since 1999. And as Paramount Plus is rolling out their new, as Paramount is rolling out their new streaming service, Paramount Plus, all eyes are on SpongeBob SquarePants because he has been so successful, if not even more successful than his very beginning. Uh, because the show, SpongeBob, one of his friends from the show, either or, are mentioned online or turned into a meme every five seconds. 
Isn't that a crazy statistic? Like everybody's still talking about SpongeBob SquarePants or he's being turned into some sort of a mean. It's like he's never been more famous. And because of that statistic, Paramount Plus is super jazzed on uh, their involvement with SpongeBob SquarePants because they're rolling out with um, a new season. And plus, they're going to introduce a television or a, a movie. SpongeBob is getting a movie on Paramount Plus. So big things are happening. I think that's how Paramount's trying to stand out amongst the rest because there are so many different streaming services to choose from. Before we completely wrap it up, I thought I'd play a little funny scene from SpongeBob SquarePants. You're here, Squidward. We'll give you the new member initiation. Are you ready, Patrick? Ready! Welcome to our club! Welcome to our club! Welcome, Squidward! Welcome, Squidward! Welcome, Squidward! Welcome, Squidward! Welcome, Squidward! Shut your half-wit pie holes! Coming up this hour, we are just talking about Paramount Plus, all these different streaming services that it's going up against and how it feels like it, because it has SpongeBob SquarePants in its back pocket that they're going to be good to go competing against the rest. Well, one of the more expensive one and most expensive one is what I should say, is HBO, which they're starting to uh, question if they should be a little less expensive, again, to be able to compete with the other ones. So we're going to dive into that this hour. Plus, romance is in the air. We're heading to Craigslist. I haven't logged on yet or uh, gone searching on misconnections yet. I will do that during this hour. Looking forward to hopefully playing Matchmaker. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. Good morning and happy Monday. Taking a look at some headlines this morning. Oregon Governor Kate Brown has been vaccinated against COVID-19. She received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine at a health clinic in Scapoose on Saturday. Brown chose the newly approved J&J &J vaccine because she says there have been rumors about the vaccine and wants Oregonians to know it's safe. Brown says vaccination efforts in Oregon have expanded significantly over the past few months with an average of more than 20,000 doses given each day. Also, the Redmond City Council will hear plans on Tuesday to bring a frozen pizza manufacturing company to the city. Wild Mike's Ultimate Pizza would relocate all its operations, including its corporate headquarters from Clackamas County to Redmond. The company's plans are to purchase a 46-acre parcel located at Northeast 9th Street and Antler Avenue and invest approximately $40 million to build a new facility that will eventually employ 114 people. Taking a look at your forecast today, looks like a pretty cloudy Monday. Our high is going to be in the mid-40s and our overnight lows tonight in the mid to upper 20s. Tomorrow, mid-40s, mostly cloudy skies and we do have a slight chance of rain. Same thing goes for Wednesday. Hopefully that just means some more snow up in the Cascades. Got a chance to go skiing yesterday and it started off kind of wintry stormy with some new snow in the morning. And then uh, the clouds cleared and it was a little brisk, no doubt about it. It was pretty cold, but it was so much fun. Currently in Bend, it's 28, 28 in Prineville, and what do you know, 28 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by Pine Tavern. Celebrate Pine Tavern's family-friendly spring kickoff on St. Patrick's Day with live music on the patio and food specials from 12 to 8. Now through March 17th, be sure to enjoy their Irish lunch special. It's a Reuben and a drink for just $19.95. PineTavern.com Coming up next, the most expensive streaming service is HBO Plus, and it turns out that they're actually feeling the repercussions of that, that they're not getting and reaching as many customers as they could. So they're actually starting to process a different way to be able to get others 
attention, especially as, you know, Paramount Plus, Peacock, all these different streaming services are coming out and HBO suddenly like, hey, hey, wait a minute, maybe we're too expensive. We'll talk more about it coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. So HBO Max is the most expensive streaming service at $14.99 a month. And it's also one of the newer ones. So that's another $14.99 on top of all the other subscriptions you already have. And apparently HBO is having trouble moving the needle at that price. So the CEO of HBO's parent company says they're launching a cheaper ad-supported version because not everyone is sitting on piles of money right now. He says, quote, it turns out that most people on this planet are not wealthy. If we can wake up and do things elegantly through advertising to reduce the price of the service, I think that's a fantastic thing for fans. I mean, yeah, right. It turns out most people on this planet aren't wealthy, says the CEO of HBO's parent company. Okay. The chapter or the cheaper tier is on track to be unveiled later this year, but there aren't any details on how it'll work yet. Interestingly, this is the first time a streaming service would make itself cheaper. Others like Netflix, Hulu, CBS, CBS All Access, they have started with a lower cost and then added more expensive ad-free tiers. So it's interesting. It's definitely worth pointing out that HBO has always been pricey and considers, considered itself a premium channel. And HBO Max will also premiere all of Warner Bros. theatrical releases this year. So it wasn't completely shocking that it was priced at $14.99. But it's interesting to uh, hear that even this premium channel that has always been top tier is willing to uh, come down to the ad versions and make itself a little bit cheaper. It makes you wonder, like, hmm, turns out HBO, you up against everybody else. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to just choose you first. Coming up next, romances in the air. I just went to Craigslist and found two fantastic misconnections, and we're going to try and connect them. We're going to start with um, heading to Prineville at Cowboy Market, and then we're going to go to Smith Rock because, of course, you know, you got that in common. That's wonderful. Hanging out at Smith Rock, misconnection, double take. I'm here to connect it. So we'll talk more about this coming up next. It's time for your Craigslist Missed Connections on 1077 The Beat. Romance is in the air and we're headed to Prineville first. It's titled Cowboy Market Leaking Pickup. You were getting fuel at the Cowboy Market. Your pickup was leaking from the front. I was the redhead pumping her own gas. By the way, you go girl. I passed you shortly after on the Powell Butte Highway. I guess her truck boat broke down. I'm sorry you're having a bad day, but if you're single, maybe we can make it better. Dot, dot, dot. Dun, dun, dun. I love it so much. But if you were, okay, if you were this gentleman, broken down pickup, Powell Butte Highway, leaving the cowboy market, I mean, this gal, this sweet redhead who decided to pump her own gas, she found you fantastic. Well, she wrote about you on Craigslist, so make sure you uh, take advantage of that and head there now. Also, uh, we're heading to is Smith Rock. Romance happened at Smith Rock. Go figure, that place is gorgeous. It's titled Girl on the Fence for the Guy Who Drove By. My friend and I were enjoying after climb snacks and beers on the fence. You did a very obvious double take as you were leaving. Let's climb. What color was your shirt and what kind of vehicle were you and your friend in? Oh, I love it. A drive-by... It's a misconnection drive-by at Smith Rock. And, and I love this, too. There's a, definitely a chance that, that this couple would have a lot in common. 
You're at Smith Rock, you like hiking or climbing, one of the two. And if you like snacks, well, she was enjoying those as well. That was your Craigslist Missed Connections on 1077 The Beat. You might as well call her Cupid. Coming up this hour, Hillary's coming in to hang out with me. It's been a while since we've had a chance to catch up. Can't wait to talk to her about this business venture that she's on with Burnout Mugs. It's um, we'll, we'll, I'll give you more details as she comes in around 8.20. Um, but I have a feeling she's bringing one in for me to be able to give away to you on the air. Uh, so stick around for that along with so much more. you got a news beat coming up next, plus a check your forecast before Hillary comes in to join for the remainder of the show. All the hits, 1077 The Beat, and it is going to be a good day. Happy Monday. Some top headlines for you this morning. The Oregon Health Authority reports 211 new confirmed and presumptive cases of COVID-19 in the state, with nine in Deschutes County and three in Jefferson County. Also, Oregon Governor Kate Brown has been vaccinated against COVID-19. She received the Johnson & Johnson vaccine at a health clinic on Saturday. Brown chose the newly approved J&J vaccine because she says there have been rumors about the vaccine and wants Oregonians to know it's safe. Brown says vaccination efforts in Oregon have expanded significantly over the past few months, with an average of more than 20,000 doses given each day. Also, the Redmond City Council will hear plans on Tuesday to bring a frozen pizza manufacturing company to the city. Wild Mike's Ultimate Pizza would relocate all its operations, including its corporate headquarters from Clackamas County to Redmond. The company's plans are to purchase a 46-acre parcel located at Northeast 9th Street and Antler Avenue and invest approximately $40 million to build a new facility that will eventually employ 114 people. Taking a look at your forecast today, it looks like a pretty cloudy Monday. High is going to be in the mid-40s. We have a slight chance of rain a little after lunchtime today, but might not even see a drop. Overnight lows tonight, mid to upper 20s. Tomorrow, mid-40s, mostly cloudy, chance of rain. Same thing goes for Wednesday. Currently in Bend, it's 28, 28 in Prineville and 30 in Sisters. Today's weather is brought to you by the Environmental Center. Did you know that the average household receives 41 pounds of junk mail per year? Junk mail is a pain, but a lot of it can be prevented. For tips on how to stop junk mail and other waste reduction tips, visit RethinkWasteProject.org and sign up for their monthly newsletter. And now, Megan in the Morning podcast listeners, it's time for a special guest. This ride is getting a co-pilot. Here we go. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. And back in the studio with me, Hillary. Good morning. Welcome back. Thank you. Well, I can't wait to talk about this fantastic gift you just brought me. Oh, yeah. It's pretty nice. It might change your mornings forever. It might change my mornings forever, which I kind of need a change. I've been doing <laughs> the same old thing every single morning forever. Well, this will just make it, it better, I think. I think so, too. So Hillary's hanging out for the remainder of the show. Stick around to hear what uh, this lovely gift is all about. Coming up next. All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. Thank you so much, Hillary, bringing me this amazing gift. Now, can you describe it? Well, so what you have in your hand there is a temperature-regulating travel mug for hot beverages. You said you drink mostly tea, so mm -hmm. I call it a coffee mug, but it can definitely be called a tea mug. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, my, my traveling tea mug, and it's it's nice and big. This thing is, I don't know how many ounces, 20? 16 ounces. 16? Mm -hmm. And um, it's nice and sleek. I like the size of it because it's going to fit in my cup holder, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, which is mm -hmm. important to me. True. 
And so tell me, what does it exactly mean, like temperature regulating? Well, so you pour your hot liquid in the mug, and there it's similar to um, other travel mugs, like a Hydro Flask or a Yeti or whatever else you, a Contigo, whatever else you put your mug in or your drink in. But it has an extra layer in the mug, and um, it's like a wax-like layer. It's actually made by, um, so like, aerospace engineers wow and so they used it in space and they decided they wanted to make their coffee the the, the same temperature that they or the temperature they wanted to drink it at instead of burning their mouths yeah so when the liquid goes in there within minutes the wax somehow cools this liquid to a temperature that's optimal that's still hot but not too hot to burn your tongue and it stays that way for hours. It's a good thing there are smart people in this world. Uh, yeah, and, and that they're using their smarts for good. I mean, yeah, <laughs> put a rocket in space, but also keep my coffee at the perfect temperature. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you very much. Now, I really appreciate it. It's so thoughtful of you to bring this fantastic mug in for me, this burnout mug. Um, tell me, what the heck is happening in your life, Hillary? It's been so long. You've got a puppy. How's puppy doing? Oh my gosh, my puppy is four months old. Wow. Yeah, he's awesome. He's the best puppy in the whole world. Is he really? Everybody should get one. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody did get one. We couldn't um, get a vet appointment. We couldn't sign them up for puppy kindergarten. They were awful. Everyone got a puppy over the pandemic. A hundred Christmas time. Did. Uh, everybody got a puppy. Did you get a puppy? Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And everybody's <laughs> going through the same process together. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty sweet, really. It is sweet. I mean, to have a puppy in this town, I mean, he just got his vaccines a couple of weeks ago, fully vaccinated so we could take him all around. And yeah. people are just so nice with their dogs and... <laughs> Everyone just, it's just such a welcoming, I mean, it really is dog town. I used to have a dog, but I guess I wasn't paying that much attention. But when you have a puppy, you want everybody to be nice to your dog. Right. And And they are. They really are. What a great little place we have. Isn't it sweet? All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. And coming up, hanging out with Hillary, I have this uh, survey that was just released and I would love your opinion on it. The survey goes that 80% of people who responded, so a lot, (laughs) Um, said they have at least one cleaning black hole in their room. It's an area or room that is always unorganized and in need of a cleaning. Just one? Yeah, okay. (laughs) Just one to like one house or one room. I'm I'm sorry, I missed the question. Good, good. Yeah, we'll talk more about it coming up next. (laughs) Oh, Hillary, you a fan of that song? I just, everything Taylor Swift just makes me smile really big. I don't, I don't know what it is. That song is funny though. It is very funny. It's incredibly catchy. I like, I love a good old flashback of Taylor Swift stuff. Yeah, I'm with you. That was a good choice. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we're diving in with Hillary uh, talking about if there's a room in your house that's always a mess because this study says that 80% of people um, have at least one cleaning black hole in their room, an area or room that is always unorganized and in need of a cleaning. So Hillary, big question is, do you have this type of room and which room is it? Well, I do feel like my my own closet is a bit of a black hole. Is it? If I ever, uh, if I ever get to that organized spot or like state, it, it feels like it's only lasts for about 10 seconds and then I have to get dressed again (laughs) and then it's problematic so I would say that my room is the last thing I can get to usually yeah um I try to keep the boys room clean ish and the kitchen's like the room I always keep clean um so my own room is definitely harder to keep clean and then in my room my closet I have more clothes than I have closet is really the issue. So I don't know if it'll ever catch up until the closet becomes bigger or I get rid of 
more close. Well, it sounds like the first one is what needs to happen. I think you're right. Bigger yeah. closet. Bigger, bigger closet. closet. We don't need to get rid of any clothing. Now, see, that's the that's the other question, too, is like, do, you, do the kiddos, do they clean up their room pretty well on their own or could they care less? <laughs> they they could care less. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they clean up. They have like a mass amount of stuffies, as most um, parents of children under the age of 10 will probably agree with me, um, that there's just the stuffy game. But the thing about stuffies is they're so easy to clean up. You just throw them on their bed. Right. It's not like Legos. Oh, um, yep. Legos, we have a um, commitment issue with Legos. We dump them out and then we don't really feel like playing with them anymore. So, oh. so yeah, those have stayed in a bin and I have to like make sure that's what they want to do right then if they're going to be dumping out the Legos. This is what we're going to do for the next day. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is a dedicated day activity. Right, this is not for the next 10 minutes and you walk away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Legos can be the bane of my existence. But um, for the most part, we they only play with stuffies and blankets in their rooms. So they're pretty oh. easy to keep clean. Yeah, no kidding, actually. The rest of the houses, you could step on anything at any moment. <laughs> You better be watching out for those Legos. And Legos, when you step on them, you'll never forget. No good. Coming up next, hanging out with Hillary, we're talking about grammar, and particularly bad grammar. And if it's a turnoff, what do you think, Hillary? Just the short answer before we dive into it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Can't get much shorter. Unless I said no, I guess that would have been shorter. I guess it would have been a little shorter. But yes, you agree that it is a turnoff. Yeah, I think in um, not just like a romantic relationship, but kind of like you know, in a professional setting, in a friend setting, it's kind of like, can you just care a little bit more? But then I feel like there's the other side of it with your um, like good friends and they just always have bad grammar. It's just part of their personality and you got to let it go. That's a really good point too. So we'll dive into both sides of the spectrum as well as online dating because you know you see a lot of grammar right in the beginning there. Coming up next, all the hits 1077 The Beat. It's Megan and Hillary. We're talking about grammar and particularly bad grammar. Now, you brought up a really interesting point um, that, you know, sometimes you know, it doesn't have to just be a dating, that it's a turnoff, that someone is expressing some bad grammar that could be a, a little unfortunate. But you were saying that also in professional world and even with your friendships, describing describe that a little bit more. Well, just texting and when someone constantly texts things that are just wrong, um, you know, sometimes you just have to let it go. It's just part of their personality that that's not something that is important to them. (laughs) And and there are people I I feel like I notice it, but it doesn't bother me where I do know people who it really bothers. You know, they take to the social medias to like call it out and you're like, let's calm down. It's just grammar. Uh, Right. But it also speaks, I think, to who a person is. Um, that being said, my phone's keyboard, uh, my screen has broke twice and I type the wrong thing all the time, oh. but it's like the wrong word completely, not necessarily wrong, bad grammar. Sure. It's almost like you get a pass for that because yeah. of the <laughs> I say breaking. weird things that I didn't mean to say. <laughs> phone is setting you up. Not for- like funny things that could go on like an app or like those websites that have funny things I didn't mean to send, but just like, oh, that's inconvenient. I have to try and type that again. <laughs> I have to explain it. Now I have to retype it. Yeah, I've got a friend who just doesn't use commas. So if you're not careful, you might get a completely different you know, view of whatever she's trying to say. Yeah. 
you know, and also with like dating apps, uh, you know, so many friends of mine, we've all talked about it. Whereas, you know, a, a part of the dating app, you have, um, you know, things that you could write about yourself, a bio or um, Hinge in particular, they give you prompts, which I think is really fantastic of, on Hinge's nice of part. Them, yes. Yeah, it gives them something to talk about because it's hard to just do a bio. Yeah. But man, if that bio is like dropping things or putting the wrong to or the wrong there or, yeah. you know, just uh, it's, it's small stuff where you're like, I don't even know if you're going to talk regular in person. And I'm going to judge you that hard about it. So that's how detrimental it can be on online dating apps. Yeah. We were there. We are there. Yeah. Were you there? Yeah. I think the biggest rule of thumb, if you're not exactly sure what's supposed to be in a sentence, just say it out loud first. You know, I get kind of tongue tied on the is or ars. You know, yeah. uh, I'm trying to use a sentence and now I can't even think yeah. of one, of course. Like, here I am being so judgy. Well, and sometimes before you speak, you should say it in your brain. Maybe just type it and then say it out loud. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> See, that's an option too. run it through all the different channels. That's right. Before you push send or save, just give it another look. Just give it another look. And if you don't really know which two to use, phone a friend. Right. They're not going to care. The, yeah. And, and in that question, you don't have to use the word to or just well, leave it out. Yeah. <laughs> just can... also, also is a choice. Exactly. The number two. Uh-huh. And then the T-O, maybe just that's your default unless you're using the others. Exactly. See, do what Hillary says. Just find different ways. <laughs> Coming up next, because it is International Women's Day, we're going to do a little bit of a, a quiz that's themed with some fancy women's questions. Ooh, fancy women questions. And a little pop culture-y, more or less. I don't want you to think this is like anatomy about our fancy bodies. <laughs> I did not go there, but now I'm thinking other things. Yeah, you know, I mean, if I had more time, maybe I would. I just happen to not know so much fanciness about our bodies. Other than okay. It's great. Um, so coming up next, hang out with Hillary and I. Maybe you can uh, be on standby. She might need to phone a friend. Multiple choice questionnaire coming up next. <laughs> Jason Derulo and Adam Levine, it's Lifestyle. All the hits, 1077 The Beat. As we are celebrating International Women's Day, I have Hillary in the studio. Also a woman. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> That's right. We're going to do a little quiz. Uh, just three questions for you, um, and they're multiple choice as well. Are you ready? I am ready. After Congress extended the 1979 deadline, states had until June 30th of what year to ratify the Equal Rights Amendment? Was it 1982, 1985, or 1988? 1982. <gasps> Hit that bell. Good job. Ding. In Cindy Lauper's Girls Just Want to Have Fun, who is still number one? Come home in the morning at my mother's. Oh, darling. You know dear. you're still number one. I don't know one. what she even says right there. It's either brother, hubby, or daddy. Daddy. Oh, daddy dear. You're daddy still number dear. one. There it is. Oh, I think I don't know what those words were before. I don't know why I do. That's I mean, good. I also don't. Did you hear that? <laughs> you did really good. There were some good da da da's in there. Yeah, thank you. Okay, last and final question. What is the name of Melanie Griffith's character in Working Girl? Oh. What is it? Would you like Tess. to? <gasps> good job. Hit that bell. Like the best movie ever. Tell me everything you know about it. I know nothing of this working girl. You've never seen Working Girl? No. I have it on VHS if you want to borrow it. Thank you. Um, okay. I'm going to have to A borrow your VHS 80s. as yeah, well. Yeah, you can borrow my VHS player. 
Um, I don't know where that is, but I do have many tapes <laughs> taking up space. Not in my closet. No. Um, Working Girl is about a hardworking Melanie Griffith who um, is a secretary and like figures out in like big sky high city, I think New York City. She works in this big high rise and she's like one of the secretaries and like it's kind of like um, pre- uh, what's the show with the oh gosh Mad Men okay like how all the secretaries like that's like a whole level of the show yeah so this is like all the secretaries like that's what they do their 80s they wear oh. big shoulder pads this is not like neon 80s this is terrible Pro- long v-neck with like weird length where they wear their sneakers at lunch with their long skirts like it's just really Ooh, you know yeah. like that kind of a thing um and then her boss is a woman and she um, Melanie Griffith figures out the sale that would really bring two companies together and like save everyone's day. And her boss plays it off as her, her idea. <gasps> oh, Meanwhile, no. Mar- Melanie Griffith gets it done with Harrison Ford, gets the deal done. <laughs> of course, Harrison and then, Ford's in it. And then in the very end, well, let me just say that it ends with Melanie Griffith kicking her heels up in a corner office all her own. Ooh, she was a hardworking girl. She's a working woman. Well, that's a great movie to celebrate International Women's Day. It really is. Everyone should watch it if you've never seen it. It's so good. Harrison Ford. Okay, Hillary, we're just talking about you going to the beach, but uh, like... Where are you guys headed? Because there's so many places on the Oregon coast. Like the whole Oregon coast is a state park. <laughs> yeah. For it, real. Is it really? Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't know there that. There isn't like private beaches on the Oregon coast. It's That's like the how only... welcoming we are. We really are. And just how like smart someone was in the state park realm. That's a, a good long time idea. Ago. I don't know if every single part of it, but like, I think so. Pretty darn close. Yeah. Anyway, so where are you guys headed? <laughs> Rockaway. Oh, near Tillamook. Near Tillamook. Interesting. Fun. Yeah. You guys going to yeah. make a stop into the creamery? Uh, we may. We may. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't get to last fall because it was closed. We mm-hmm. went to the beach last fall too. Um, I don't know what we're going to do. We have a puppy now, so we will take him to the beach. That's a pretty like, big and let deal. Him run maybe. I don't know if hopefully he won't like keep running. I think he'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to know for sure. I do think he's going to be blown away by seal like our, um, seagulls. You know, puppies and or dogs in general and seagulls on the beach. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like, it's like to hold on to a leash or not. Just let him run and see what happens. Yeah. It's part of the process. It is. Right? It is. Yeah. Do you have and to do the same thing with the kids? A little bit. Yeah. I try not to keep them on a leash, especially at the beach. <laughs> Ever. I, I don't put a leash on my kids. <laughs> um, yeah. They like to just run and play on the beach, too, and jump the waves. So that's where, like, the... The uh, line will come is will the dog go into the water? Oh my gosh. Or it's just hard to know what will happen. They'll jump the waves in March? Oh, yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Even my one who like doesn't want to swim doesn't really like to like, he's very risk adverse. He is just like, let's do this. I'm putting shorts on today. I'm like, it's 45 degrees and the water is real cold. But it's true. Kids just don't feel it. No. Yeah. We used to swim in the Oregon coast ocean all the time in April. April. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a totally different ball game. Yeah, you guys got an soap. Airbnb and everything. Yes, we're meeting friends that Fun. we are our beach crew that Good. we we haven't uh, we they're the only people we've seen actually. Yeah, <laughs> we like, saw them in October and we'll see them again this week. Yeah, you're like quarantine. Yeah, pretty much quarantine from different areas. They live in south of Seattle. Wow, so, cool. Yeah. That's good. We went over to Lincoln City and spent a couple days there and the trip over was beautiful and the trip back, we stopped in Portland, but it was during that ice storm and Ooh. the big storm that we got here. It took us 
four, five hours, five, six maybe, to get from Portland back to Bend. I'm making a face at you right now because, ah, yeah, I know. it's never fun. It's never fun. You pack enough snacks, you're all right. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. We got all the snacks. <laughs> Puppy snacks, little kid snacks, mama snacks. Yeah, mama snacks are most important. <laughs> All the hits, 107.7 The Beat. It's Megan and Hillary, and we're wrapping up the show already. Just time flies. Just time flies when we're having fun. Now, how are you celebrating today? What are you up to? Well, I'm just going to celebrate Women's Day by being the best woman I can be. (laughs) (laughs) International Women's Day, and you've got mouths to feed. you got jobs to do. That's right. Back to the grind. Back to the grind. Thanks for letting me come and um, hang out on the radio for a little bit. Absolutely. Anytime. And I really appreciate this very thoughtful gift for this burnout traveling coffee mug. Is that the appropriate way to call it? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Liquid mug for you if you're not a coffee drinker so much. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you to report back about just how amazing it is to take a sip and not burn your mouth. It's the coolest thing. Fight the fire. Keep the heat. Uh, it's a brilliant, yeah, brilliant <laughs> slogan there. So thank you so much for bringing me this awesome gift. I can't wait to see kind of more where this business venture goes. Keep me posted. Will do. And if you're just joining Hillary and I, you can always listen to the podcast. Search Megan in the morning. Um, and Hillary, thanks so much. Have a really wonderful day today and have a great time at the coast. You have a great day too. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Megan in the Morning podcast. Catch the show live weekdays from 6 to 10 on 1077 The Beat.